What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. And on this show, we like to have a good conversation. Every episode, guaranteed. All in hopes of inspiring you to get out there and have your own open conversations with a friend, a family member, or maybe even your enemy. Each episode, we star a special guest where we have an in-depth, action-packed, often intellectual, spiritual, practically psychedelic, and all-inclusive types of conversation. And we have a good fucking time with it. So folks, you can find us online where the Symbiosis Now Network, where there's some links to the podcasts, plural podcasts, because we have a couple others underneath the network blanket. And without further ado, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with our very special guest on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Being an adult and everything, you just kind of sit and think about like, shit, dude, like, what was it like for me as a kid? Like, what are some things that I remember from being a kid? And you and I, we met in what, 2000. Five, I think. Dude, I don't know, but it, at least dumbass. twenty years ago, I feel like we're twenty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, weren't we like ten years old, bro? Yeah, dude, dude I we've known each other was... for like two decades, bro. Yeah, that's fucking dude. I'm pretty sure it was 2005 because we started school in 2008. See, that's still dude. 2005 is literally almost twenty years, bro. Eighteen years ago, bro. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it is. Dude. Dude, kids that were born the year we met can buy porn this year. What the fuck? What the fuck? Dude, or can they? I don't know. They can't buy fucking cigarettes uh, or vapes anymore, though. I don't, I don't know. It don't matter, dude. You just get on the freaking internet for everything. It don't matter. Yeah, sadly. Don't do that. Oh this is not a, a... This is not a... We're not promoting that no. behavior, folks. No. Generally not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but dude, no, we... Dude, we, like, whenever we were kids... It was cool. We did some cool shit up there. Like, we were talking before, like, the BMX stuff. We did that for years. Dude, I was being... Dude, people that don't know, I was big into BMX when I was a child, man. And and Anthony Garcia right here, we would be into it. We'd be watching videos. We'd be researching on the early internet, dude. Like maybe not like early because now makes me makes me feel like like we're old old because I guess the internet's been around for a cool minute. Some yeah. say forever. We just learned how to tap into it, right? But like, I I feel yeah. like the early stages of before Amazon was a big thing. Like you know, the early stages, yeah. man. We're talking early two thousands, bro. We're over here yeah. googling shit for the first time. Remember the remember the text thing? I know I'm going on a tangent here, but do you remember that text where it was like the OG Chat GBT? You know that should be a thing too. OG Chat GBT GPT. Uh, how the fuck you say it? everyone just says it all the time you know the virtual uh what's it called the ai we can ask it a question oh, yeah, but we used to do that through text and it was like kgb.com or some oh, shit and you would text oh, it yeah. any question and they would answer the question bro like instantaneously yeah. like you'd be in class oh, and you'd be like, like what answers. is the square root of 144 and it'd be like Pew! 12 for more questions text back you know it's like what the fuck is this thing it was instantaneous, and that was 20 years ago. So the early days yeah. of the internet, bro, we're looking into BMX, bro. I remember buying videos and, and buying bicycles yeah. and spending all of my money that I would save up for yeah. years, bro. Years. You would do the same thing, bro, for years sometimes, yeah. bro, to buy a fucking oh bike. Like, dude, I remember, I remember the first day, dude. I remember you calling me like, 
dude, I got my new bike. I got my new bike. I was like, shut the hell up. What'd you get? And you're like, dude, I got a horror. It was like 350 bucks. I was like, how the hell did you get 350 bucks? You're like, dude, I just saved up all my money for a long time. Bro. It's so that, insane. Why? Like, dude, it, it shows how how important it was though to us. You know? Yeah, dude, it was huge. It was and, huge. And over here, I'm over here like couldn't up. I could do like a bunny hop and like <laughs> a manual for a little bit or something like that. Nah. But it was it, yeah, BMX yeah, is a thing, man, and it's so crazy because yeah. BMX almost doesn't get enough street cred. It does in the BMX world, but dude, some people yeah. are really fucking good at that, and they make it look so easy, but it's so hard, folks. Like I feel like looking back. It was because I had commitment issues. Maybe I didn't want to do a fucking backflip and stuff. But it was it's it's harder than it than it looks. Like these guys that are really good at it, they yeah. just do like a three sixty on a bike. It's not like jumping in the air with not a, this piece of metal strapped to you. Kind of, it's hard. It's fucking hard to do. Yeah, just like skateboarding. Like yes. those guys are so good at skateboarding. I have my skateboarding phase, and they make it look so fucking easy. You know. Yeah. But I well, miss those like, days. Uh, yeah, like, dude, I remember I was talking to my wife a while back, and I was like, you know what, I'd like to just go for a cruise up there through Wonder Valley. Just go for a cruise all the way around, cruise around Buckhorn, check out your old place, what Chaparral was over there. The hell, all those weird streets, man. I haven't been up there in years. Well, I'll say this. Years, you need to, like, years. right now, because the way that the creek is reshaping the land right there, you got to go up there, bro, for sure. Oh, really? For With sure, the, by the, the rock where the, the rock house the used to be, dude. There's water running oh. right there next to the fucking road. It doesn't make sense. It's uh -huh. like it does because that's an old old creek bed. And for those listening yeah. that don't know, like we're talking about something nostalgic to us right here. This fucking yeah. creek that flows like all hell sometimes if, it, if there's good rains, like there has been this year in California, yeah. and it's been flooding yeah, out this area that we we grew up in. That we used to ride BMX yeah. bikes in and make little jumps with little shovels and fucking eat shit sometimes, bro. We Someone have to test it. We make this fucking jump with a landing, bro. And, like, the goal almost would be, like, yeah, you could land on the landing, but the goal would be to, like, jump way past the landing. Just land on flat ground, like. <laughs> and you would hit this fucking lip that we would just, we don't know what we were doing, bro. We weren't physics. We didn't know physics yet or anything. That wasn't until later, like, we took that class together, bro. But, like, when we were kids, we were just like, yeah, hey, just shape it like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You go first. Yeah. And we'd always make, if there was, like, a lame kid with us or, like, a kid that we <laughs> wanted to yeah, fuck with, dude. we'd be like, you go first. <laughs> the good old days, bro. And they, dude, they would always fucking hit it balls to the walls, too. Commit <laughs> a thousand percent. Dude, they go flying, eat shit, cloud of dust. We're all laughing. This kid's over there rolling, rolling around on the ground. Dude. What are you supposed to do in the mountains? Dude, it's you know, like 10 boys. We're rolling 10 dudes deep on bikes up there just being a little menace. Dude, those Air listening, fine. dude, they know. Like, anybody listening right now knows exactly what the fuck we're talking about right now. You grew up in an area and someone, you guys did shit like this. It was a thing. And now the kids are doing something different. I don't know. They're having their own way. Yeah. Developing uh, uh, whatever you want to call memories or important events yeah. uh, in their life well, right well, now the, in their own just, ways. We yeah. just had this is how we had our way, right? But there's something very nostalgic th about the pre, uh, the pre, the pre-internet uh, times, like 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 pre-connected to everything. Pre-social media it being yeah. um, <laughs> always accessible from your fucking palm, like. Mm 
mm-hmm. uh, anything like that. I don't know what to call it. Like some people like feel like there was a paradigm shift. I don't know if we should call that uh, a pre-technocratic society. I don't know if we should go call our society a technocratic society, but I mean, fuck, dude. In some ways, it's it, we don't even realize it's already there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, literally, this is pre-Facebook shit, bro, that we're talking about right now. Yeah, like I, you know, you know, it was just a smartphone. That's all it was. It's pre-smartphone because before then yeah. we had to sit on a desktop if we wanted MySpace. It was pre-smartphone, you know? folks. The smartphone yeah. uh, ruined the world, and I think that's the point of our discussion right here. Maybe, perhaps. <laughs> no, it's not literally, yes. but it changed <laughs> everything. I feel like it changed it the way that people were connected to whatever they were connected to because now the mm-hmm. phone is the intermediary between you as a person and everything else. It's not the same as it used to be where like, oh, you know, this person just really likes to play guitar or like we were discussing. We like to ride bikes for a while. There was a period of time where all we would do is be like, oh, I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to call Tyler and I'm going to ride my bike with Anthony. I'm going to call Anthony and we're going to ride our bikes today. We're going to hit jumps. We're going to do stupid shit. And that's all we're going to do. That's it. That's the point of today. But people do that with all types of shit. And, and, and now here we are, you know, way down the road with, with fucking instant access to anything and everything, and everyone's also on it, instantaneously trying to connect to it. And anything we learn now has to be through a link shared. Anything we we connect to, even school, bro. Like, I thought school was going to be one of those places that are like, nah, we're old fogies about it, and we don't use oh, no. social media to keep people in the loop. No, they use it too in their own form, you know. And it becomes this whole yeah. thing that's kind of shitty anyways. And, and we... Yeah. we we used to actually be connected to the thing that we really liked and we would do it, but we could put it fucking down. I guess that's my point. We could put the BMX bike down and go do something else and play video games and we could go to school and we could go, uh, I don't know, whatever, without this attachment, this codependence upon some other, it's almost like it's its own drug that everyone's addicted to. It's kind of like cigarettes. Well, people didn't realize, like, having a cigarette always lit in your hand was normal. But it's like, is it, though? Like, it's kind of weird to always fucking have a cigarette lit, bro. (laughs) But we always have that phone in that fucking hand. Googling away. Swiping away. You know, it's a problem, bro. And I don't care what the fuck no one says. Depends on how, I guess, one or another is deluded. And what one chooses to believe and see or not. But if we just open our fucking eyes and you look around... (laughs) Nine out of ten people have a fucking phone in their hand and they're probably clicking it all nervously and checking the time right now. They're fucking, oh no. And they're driving and they're like listening to a podcast, hopefully, right now. Like, you know, uh, and that's the world we live in now. But before, there was a point where you could put it fucking down. And there's something nostalgic about that, I think, that is almost like something that really is deep in humanity. And I think we will reflect on it maybe. Like, say if we evolve to not need these things connectedly we we do everything through a virtual intermediary the phone the screen whatever the apparatus is but we don't do it in real life like say if we fought war uh online but we didn't actually in person right if we got to that point right but there's still physical needs that need to happen and there was we will always look back in nostalgia at those moments where we could put it fucking down oh yeah for sure. Like, I mean, speaking of like, like being able to like access information and stuff like that and putting it down, I was watching my son today and he, he likes to play Minecraft. Five years old, cool, whatever. He can play Minecraft, nothing wrong with it. But 
whenever he has questions and he asks me, he asks me stuff that I don't know about the game yet. And he doesn't use technology for him. Like, he doesn't get on YouTube and just surf around to watch stuff just to watch stuff. He uses, like, a research tool. Like, he uses stuff like research tools. It's, it's kind of different compared to, like, it's kind of similar like, like whenever we were kids, you know? We would, like, oh, you got to cite your sources, all that shit for research. But, like, we also used it to, like, just escape. And yeah. I don't see either of my kids using it to, like, distract themselves from stuff going on around them. Does that make sense? Yeah. And do you think that people are using, like, social media and stuff now as a distraction away from what's going on around them? Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, because it is so crazy? Yeah. For but sure. at the same time, is the distraction actually distracting you, or is it also informing you on different matters that you wouldn't otherwise be, you know? Right. Like It's like a know, form like of a acid, bro, or something, like some kind of external yeah, psychedelic like, uh, mind-altering, beyond mind-altering. It literally connects you deeper to this human yeah. way of understanding life like so much more than yeah, like, almost anything else in the world like anything else we know of you're right yeah well i think i think now just technology has got us to the point where we're all so interconnected that we can all like people don't feel alone anymore like you don't like it's 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 less common to hear about people being so extremely lonely because they can reach out over these platforms and other over these websites and things and reach other people, you know? So like, it's a sense of community for some people who wouldn't otherwise have it, you know? Like, I think that's what we're using social media for now also. And then it's like as a distraction from reality. Totally. And it can be like unchecked where it's like that shitty person that like Mm -hmm. doesn't belong in this Mm -hmm. fucking room with this other person, but they have access because it's on social media, it's on the internet. So they could just click and and comment on this and say, fuck you, you're lame or whatever. And it's like, no, you're fucking lame, but they can get away with it because they're not actually (laughs) fucking there. But that's not the, you know, the norm average, uh, I don't know, rational person, whatever the fuck rational is. But when rationality starts falling out of the window at the same time of having such technology directly at our fingertips, I'm not talking about our children. I think that it's because they're smart and they're unindoctrinated. They're just kids. They're just born. Like they're not even old. They haven't went through the things we went through, you know, like, like, yeah. What's going down, podcast listener? I imagine that you drive a car when you're out and about. You might even have a motorcycle, per se. And I think that most people that live in the society we live in have a home of some sort. On those things, do you have insurance? That is my question to you. And if you do not, it seems like it's time to get you some. What are you doing out there listening to a podcast? Because if you are, at the same time simultaneously... You could be calling Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance to provide you with top-notch service. Give him a call at 559-638-3800. Do you not have a license? That doesn't seem to be a problem. He can set you up. Do I know how? I have no idea, but he can set you up. He claims to know. Are you anything like me? And when you were younger, got into some trouble, had a DUI, and needed an SR-22 insurance? Maybe? I hope not, but if you do, Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance can set you up with the free SR-22. You can find Alfredo looking sharp in the suit, 
on 998 North Manning Avenue in Reedley, California, or you can give them a jingle down there at the shop at 559-638-3800. Be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast, and he will set you up ASAP with all your insuring needs. Thank you, Alfredo, for sponsoring the podcast. And now let's get back to the show, folks. Us as kids, whenever we, anytime we did anything, we were always scrutinized to the max. Every single little detail pushed us. You know what I mean? Like we were under the microscope as a whole generation. Yeah, and like the kid that was kind of hella dumb would get a C. And like if you fucking were perfectionist, you'd get maybe get an A. But somehow the kid that was just kind of like dumb and regular would get like a fucking C and barely pass. It's like, what the fuck is this? Everyone gets a trophy shit. But at the same time, dude, I don't want people to flunk out because then society, the way our society functions, it fucks you up psychologically in a a weird way. It can tell you that you're a failure. It can tell that you're behind. And it's like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Like if you got held back, right, or some shit. Like you're not you're not smart enough to go to the next grade like everyone else in your class, yeah. you dumbass. But it's like, dude, what if he just was a little behind? Like just like by a yeah. point and you would still have said that, you asshole. Like yeah. it's like credit. Yeah. They don't give a fuck, bro. They just want to see the percentage number. Yeah. See the number. <laughs> give me numbers. That's, just like, that's, that's, that's where I'm trying to go is like I'm noticing my son now like, He's not afraid to ask questions. He's not afraid to be vulnerable. Like, he'll come to me and tell me, like, Dad, I'm upset with you. And this is what you said that upset me. And we can have a conversation like an adult. Like, I know for a fact if I did that to my parents growing up, the minute I ever told them I was upset with something they did, oh, my God. Get my ass whooped the whole nine. You know what I mean? Like, Shut think, your mouth. Think, huh? no. <laughs> yeah, but I think this I think the generation being born now, being raised by, you know, us millennials, being raised by a younger generation, they're more understanding of the world around them. And I think the parents having the social media and then making those little more open minded, more flexible sorts of ideology versus what we took from the old heads and just was drilled into our heads growing up like us, without any sort of external input. We only had people telling us what we should believe and nothing really else you know what i mean like a physical person kids now have access to the internet social media they can go see things and really figure out who they are because how many times were we in high school and they ramrodded us down a fucking course because we gotta have doctors and engineers and all this other shit but fucking jimbo over there jimbo just wants to wrench on cars jimbo doesn't need to be an engineer jimbo needs to know how to hmm, freaking you know, tune his car. You know, he needs to know how to tune everyone else's car in the building too. But then we tell Jimbo's cousin, Timbo, to go yeah. kick ass at football on Friday nights, even though he's a dingbat. Yeah. But you know what? He'll win that mm-hmm. game and we get money. So woo, Timbo. Like, I get you, yeah. bro. It's, we all know it though. Yeah. Like, anyone listening right now, not to say life is a fucking Truman show, that's not what I'm getting at, but. We all know we have these like doppelgangers of of the way that people function in our own little groups and each school has their own little hierarchy because systematically that is the hierarchy. It didn't come from nowhere. That's why it's it's almost kind of does make sense, but everybody knows the vibe of what we're talking about. The classic like uh 
push for the jocks to make the money for the fucking Friday night football game from the Friday night football game somehow to fund the department somehow to fucking be the big bragging right. But education somehow falls behind or they let certain mm-hmm. people kind of slide because they're like, oh, well, he's a jokester and he's a he's the football guy. So we'll let him slide. But it's like, you know, that's setting him up for fucking failure in the real world, because in the real world, mm-hmm. that fool get fucked over so fast and won't understand why, you know, and mm-hmm. a lot yeah. like for years, maybe. Yeah. And, and you're giving him the wrong fucking idea unless he just happens to be really good at football and he goes on to play football for how long do guys play football? Usually anybody like not for that long. Okay. Not like career career. Most of the time, by the time they get out, they're fucking already broke cause they bought shit and the money's up yeah. and that's it. They didn't do anything else. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I hope that yeah. people think deeper than that. And they can get, like, uh, some investments going and shit with their money when they get paid and shit. I hope that most football players yeah. whatever do good, whatever the fuck. I'm not trying to hate on football players. I'm just saying, like, we know this idea that people promote, but most of those guys playing football aren't going to go do what we're talking about here. They're just going to be still in fucking Reedley, California, for example, where the fuck I'm at. Well, I didn't play football. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about anyone. I'm just saying, like, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> uh, with what? You know, with what the, what the fuck I was, dude, I got voted prom king. Shout out to Reedley High School in 2012. <laughs> but like, what the fuck yeah. does that matter? Who the fuck cares? Like, what am I going to put that on my fucking resume? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was prom king in 2012. G, like, what the fuck? Like, no one gives yeah, a no, shit. Yeah. But, and, 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 and they shouldn't. Like, but it's so interesting that at that time it mattered so much. It mattered so much yeah. to the social fucking realm of that little clique of that high school. Yeah. And there's so many yeah. other high schools with their own prom nights and their own prom kids and their own everything all around that, built around that, all their own lives that had a trajectory past that. So I never, I knew I was never going to be like professional at anything. Pretty much when I became a teenager, I realized like I'm never going to be like a pro, pro sports player or any of this stuff, but I'm going to have a good time with it. But a lot of kids didn't get yeah. that mem- memo. Uh, and, and so yeah. this idea, either way, still to this day rings out, bro. People talk about football like the good old days. They talk about high school. I see people sometimes. They talk about high school. Like, why are we talking about high school? Let's not talk about high school. It was yeah. so long ago, bro. <laughs> We've done so many other things. How the fuck are you, man? Yeah. What's going on in your life? And that's where we'll go. But it's so sad yeah. because it goes back to our point. Something about this nostalgia gets us off. Mm-hmm. We miss it. We fucking like it. Yeah. The boomers have their version of that. We make fun of that as the millennials, but they yeah. it makes sense. There's a connectivity yeah. there, and, and there's somehow connectivity that we have that we'll always look back, that we'll only tell our grandchildren about, bro. That we'll be like, yo, you didn't need a fucking tablet. And they'll be like, what? No yeah. tablet? They'll be typing it in, no tablet, question mark? Like and pointing it at us, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yes, no tablet, son, grandson. <laughs> Dude, who knows what it's going to be like, but that's our nostalgia now. And and I don't know what we're yeah. supposed to do with it, but I also notice it's like a it's like a serious like nostalgia now to where like people are desperate for it. Like I feel like people are desperate for pre-COVID times. I mean, now I'm now my this episode of the podcast since I didn't even say COVID, I'm sure still will not go nowhere. <laughs> but but let's talk about it. Fuck it. The reality is is people are fucking traumatized from that era, bro. Like, people talk about it all the time on podcasts and in real life. All the time they still bring it up, bro. All the time. And it's still relevant. It's still relevant, I guess, but the trauma, 
the trauma, the yeah. deep trauma that people won't let go because it, it almost still doesn't make sense to them too. And, and we have to now let that kind of ring out on a mass scale. Like you want to talk about mass psychosis? Like this is it playing out now. And, and it's fucked up yeah, because yeah. people make weird decisions that are kind of irrational because they're traumatized, you could say, and they still feel like yeah. they need to be in that position to make extreme uh, suggestions or extreme rules against something because if not, it'll lead to this and it'll lead to another fucking pandemic and I don't want no one locking me in my fucking house again. Like people get backed into a corner, bro, you know? Well, I mean, what if you look at it in a different light, such as people were forced into isolation, they all became individuals, and then once society reemerged, society expected us to reassimilate back into what what it was pre-COVID, and people didn't like that. What if people are fighting and protesting and all this crazy stuff now? Because guess what? We were all forced to stay inside. We know who we are. We found other like-minded individuals, and guess what? There's a lot more than what I initially thought. And we can organize now and, you know, really tackle some stuff that we feel strongly about as a group. You know, that goes for anybody. I think I think maybe everyone who stayed inside relearned who they were without all the other outside influence. You know, like my family life is drastically different compared to what it was pre-COVID. And I think it's for the better now, you know. But it's it's just a lot of weird stuff, and I just you know, have you, is is that something you would agree with possibly? Yeah, for sure, bro. I get you. I feel like most people probably feel yeah. that way, like they had to really assess what was priority. But there was such mm-hmm. levels of fear when you were assessing those priorities that sometimes, mm-hmm. like I could see that some people won't ever get past the way that they reason now is based off of this extreme level of fear, and if there's not this extreme level of fear. The reasoning is adjusted. I don't know how else to say it. Like it's not uh, as as the, it's not as an equal in ratio as it was before. I don't know how else to say it. Like yeah, you know, the, the fear mongering now is so much worse than what it was in the past. And it's it, now, and it's so desensitized. Like we all we exactly. hear it every fucking day, so we of every course day, just yeah. swallow it, and then we don't realize how real what we're saying really fucking Mm -hmm. is like do you realize when we're talking about going to world war three like that's a real fucking thing that your kid will have to fucking go to and there will be rationing Mm -hmm. and there will be blood like do you not understand that like but most people are like yeah fuck it let's go fuck those russians and it's like dude i don't know no fucking russian dudes that want to fuck with me i never met a fucking russian dude that want to fuck with me that's from russia okay so, like, why the fuck do I want to go to war? No. And I think that if you really ask most people, they're like, no, 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 no. Slow the fuck down. What are you guys doing? But we don't have time for that shit. We need to keep listening to the propaganda and the fucking narrative and being sold some kind of idea every fucking week. And, and inst- until we realize, oh, that's another idea being sold again this week. Guys, wait. Stop listening to the idea of the week because it's actually not that relevant. We would actually yeah. probably chill the fuck out, but we never get to decompress. It's it's never it's nope. uh it's never. like a tsunami, like a never ending storm of fucking propaganda that's hit us for the last fuck, dude. Since Operation Patriot and way before, but now since of since we have the smartphone, right? It's yeah. always just like waves constantly <laughs> up against yeah, the shoreline, bro, and we're just eroding slowly as as a as a society. 
and is a democracy. Yeah. I don't know what else to fucking say about it because I'm not big on politics. I like to fucking say fuck it all because it's all going to be irrational at a certain point. Everyone's got to sway and pad their pockets and blah, 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 and lie to you to get into office and shit like that. But it is a thing that gets some shit done. You know, we write shit into law and then people poo-poo other things. But we also write into law telling people that have some weed in their pocket that they need to do 25 years in jail. You know, we do things like that, which don't fucking make sense. And I think most people would agree with that, too. Just like I was saying how most people would agree that we don't need to go to fucking war. We, 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 We almost now, in a weird way, I think the people... I'm speaking about the millennial generation kind of more that we fit into somehow. The 90s babies, we grew up in an era of extreme propaga- propaganda. And, it, mm-hmm. and yeah. extreme uh, b- b- privacy invasion. You know, that's just what we're used to, man. People are listening all the fucking time, man. It's not like the old days where the FBI would have to be on you out in the white van with the little fucking satellite outside all sketchy. <laughs> like they're ju- they just listen to a bunch of shit who fucking knows and now literally as you and i talk we're talking on our smartphones and i'm recording on a fucking microphone and i'm putting that shit for everybody in the fucking world to hear it yeah. you know they don't need I'm to fucking sit out in the fu- sketchy van with a little satellite you know if they want to yeah. know about anybody they know about them and they'll find them and they'll fucking figure it out and they'll also probably threaten a lot of people and blackmail a lot of fucking people in the process. And we see that playing out yeah. in society. But you and I, the millennial generation, a lot of people listening, uh, shit, even if you're not the millennial generation, we've been around for the last 20 years. 20 years of trauma will traumatize fucking anybody. We're used to war. We're used to lies. We're used to bombs. We're used to uh, drone strikes. We're used to all that shit. So this ain't new for us. Mm-hmm. We like to see, keep it out of sight, out of mind. And if we do it again, we'll do it again. And I feel like it's fucked up because that's what's happening to us, bro. I see it happening. Yeah. And it's disgusting. But yeah. we still have nostalgia in this perverted fucking way about this trauma because we've been traumatized about, you know, going to war to do the right thing because when people are attacked unjustly, we got to protect them. But it's like, no, 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 no. Now we're going to like fucking nuclear war. And I'm not like trying to leave my family and go fight some random guys. That I don't fucking know because my government that I don't trust says I should go. Like, what the fuck is that? You know, and I feel like that's where we're at. And we're used to that our whole life, bro. We look back on it like we we miss it. I feel like some people, that's why it works. That's kind of what I'm saying, you know. Well, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with our entire generation being full of fear. Because I remember being just turning seven years old and watching planes fly through skyscrapers weeks months you know what i mean you saw it too and then toby keith come out with fucking the u.s will put a boot (laughs) in your ass it's the american way and everyone's like yeah yeah dude yeah dude post 9-11 patriotism went off the fucking charts right everybody woo america protect our homeland cool stuff but the government at that point they figured out oh Fear's a really good way through media because everybody has a TV, everybody has a radio, everybody has something to connect them to media. We can control them with fear. And that's all our generation has known, right? We're having kids now, and we want our kids to grow up as, with as little fear as possible of the outside world. 
like we had our entire lives growing up. And I think that's where the nostalgia is coming in is because I think us as adults, especially us who have kids or who are around younger people, they see younger kids growing up pure and just being happy with no fear of what's going on in the world. So we want to, we want to take our feelings that we had, our nostalgic feelings, those happy things we had, and we want to have those same feelings with our kids. You know what I mean? So we can relive our traumatized childhood with a little healthy version of ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. It sounds kind of weird, but like your kid will always be the kid that you wanted. Your kid will always be. How do I, how do I say this? You will be the parent that your child felt safe around that you wanted as a kid. You are the parent that you wanted as a kid, ideally, because I don't know of anybody who does anything to their kids that their parents did to them that they didn't like. Like all the shit that my parents did to me that I didn't like, not a chance. I'll never do that to my kids. It fucked me up. Fear and trauma, just like we were talking, you know? And I don't, I don't want that for my kids. And I think our whole generation has went through that and we're trying not to pass that to our kids, you know? So I think, I think that's where that nostalgia comes in. We're reaching for nostalgia because we're so traumatized and we've repressed so many years because of all the crazy shit going on in the world. Right. And maybe, maybe cause yeah. you put it this way, maybe we're not actually nostalgic in this perverted way to go to war because we've been traumatized by being used to going to war. Maybe we're actually the only reason why we haven't went to war yet because of our, because of our traumas, because of the reality that we're slow in our role. Most people are trying to slow their brain down and be like, wait a minute. I know every siren of every screen is blasting towards me with these, these words saying, go to war. We need to go send more bombs, blah, blah, blah. But most people are, are like, wait a minute, though. I know it's always just what I'm hearing, but hold on. I think that someone's bullshitting me. I need to slow down for yeah. a second and think about this and be like, no, you know, but we're not going to war yet. But like, I think that we, we're struggling with defying the normal monkey syndrome of humanity, the monkey part of us. Hello, everybody. This is Tyler Colin Barrow, the host of the Symbiosis Now podcast, as well as the host of the Cali Ag podcast, which is new. It is launching. It's ready for you to hear. Here's a little intro clip to get you enticed. I hope you can go check it out on Spotify and all the platforms out there. Check it out. Welcome to the Cali Ag podcast. I'm Tyler Colin Barrow and I'm the host of this podcast. This podcast will ultimately be an exploration into all aspects of California agriculture, from the crops, to the land, to the water. Listener, if you were not aware, the state of California provides an unquantifiable amount of produce to the world. We will feature guests on each episode that work and lead the agricultural trajectory and symbiosis within the state of California. So listener, join us. Tell your friends and tell a farmer about the Cali Ag Podcast. Oh, dude, I, I might have been I, my phone then because I was trying to call you and it was like not going through. It wasn't even like it was ringing. Oh, really? It was just like not going anywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, okay. It's because we were talking cool. about all the wrong things. Now <laughs> they shut us down. <laughs> It was getting heavy. The call just dropped because they want to shut the fuck down. Dude, honestly, though, we we were talking about something. We're going way too deep. I'm so sorry. 
to you, to the listener, to everybody. But, you know, I kind of like it. I feel like sometimes uh, in a little interruption by technology is just exactly what we need because that's what we're so traumatized and used to, you know. But I, I really do think sometimes, all joking aside, that uh, there is a push to go to war in the middle uh, fucking yeah. Europe or whatever you want to call it, Russia, Ukraine, all this area now. And maybe it'll be like another one where we kind of just put it behind us, we think, anyways, like Syria or something, where some kind of issue's happening, yeah. we want to help them. But this is a little more than usual. We gave them a lot of money, we got a l- gave them a lot of arms. It's kind of different. It's kind of weird. How else, are we supposed, how else are we supposed to get out of this awful inflation besides start a war? That's all we're good at is getting involved in wars to stimulate our economy, fucking up other countries, then dipping out. And all the signs are there. Like when you put it that way, mm-hmm. it, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I feel like we walk around on a daily basis. Most people don't want to talk about it, but the reality is, is that's some heavy shit, dude, that we're facing and we yeah. like ignore it all yeah. the time. And I don't know why. And we just kind of let our leaders make these decisions. And they're bad decisions, bro. Like, there was yeah, never I mean, talks for peace that could have been. We know that. Yeah, there could always be. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? If there's issues, if it's money, oh, really? Yeah. If it's money? Is it about money? Is it Dr. Evil shit where he wants yeah. billions and billions? Well, I'm pretty sure you just give it to him because you just gave fucking Ukraine billions and billions. So, like, what? what who, we, who, who is the hostage? Who is the dictator here? I don't understand anymore besides the big money, the dollar. And everybody exactly. wants it. And everyone's exactly. desperate for it. The government's really good at channeling money certain directions. And it's sad because right now, like, people are worried about money, bro. I worry about money. Yeah. I think about money all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, like, oh, I gosh. make good money right now. I just feel like, fuck, dude, it's hard. Like, and I'm a frugal mm-hmm. guy. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I feel you. I'm in the exact same boat, dude. I'm fortunate enough to be able to support my family with one job, but... I'm also fortunate that that job pays very well for what it is, you know? That doesn't happen that often, what I'm doing. But yeah, dude, I'm terrified every freaking day, you know? I wake up and I take my bank account and go, hmm, hope something, something didn't come out I wasn't prepared for and I can buy milk for my kids for the week, you know? Like, that's that's where it is right now on a societal level. Like, it's, it's scary. Money sucks. Yeah, dude, and you know? everybody's yeah. so worried about it. And, like, it's mm-hmm. so funny, though, because are they? We all go spend our money on dumb shit every day, though. Like, if we really yeah. were worried about, like, our grandparents worried about it, like Great Depression living through type of yeah. people, they pinch their pennies hard. They'd be like, nah, I don't need another oh, fucking, yeah. I don't even need to stop for gas because <laughs> it's more efficient for me to go home first and then get gas on the way out of town. Like people, they had some wild reasoning. They're like, no, I'm not going to buy a yeah. fucking another soda. I'll just refill my cup. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, like, I don't know. They would just well, think differently, I, man. Like we think differently now. We just kind of yeah. throw shit away. We're like, eh, I'll buy another three monsters for the day. Like people do like they'll buy like fucking, I don't know people. There's always a line at Starbucks. Starbucks fucking expensive yeah. bucks to the stars. Hey. Man, it's expensive, all right? And people are always yeah. lying the fuck up for that one. Yeah, I think I think now people just aren't as afraid of debt as they used to be because now people are like, yeah, fuck it, I'll run up a bunch of credit card debt post-bankruptcy, live in squalor for a couple of years, and 
rebuild myself. Who cares? Damn, it's just a fictitious credit score. Just a fictitious number somebody created to say, "Fuck you! I don't like you. You can't have any money." That's true, though. Just like age. Age is just a number, Playboy. (laughs) We're not even old, but I'm all saying that already. But people say that, and I kind of believe that age is just a fucking number. Yeah. To a degree, there's some rules. Yeah, I, I was about to say there are some stipulations regarding certain numbers. <laughs> but, but um, no, that yeah, money money's tight, dude. Money's scary right now, and it you know I don't see it getting any better, but I definitely don't see it getting too much worse currently. But you know, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, I don't really know, but you know, it's not for me to say. I know that everybody no. likes to hang on the narrative of the week. With the SVB bank thing that happened, and then our dollar is going. Oh my gosh, the petrodollar will no longer be backed. I'm like, is it or is it even? The fuck you talking about? Do you know how much we're paying for fucking petrodollar? Did it get halved? Did it get like half lifed or some shit here? Like, I don't understand because if it was, the prices for gas doubled, homie. So then it, the yeah. petrodollar's been worth less because the dollar's worth less. Like all this narrativized shit that you hear like on a weekly basis just fed to the masses yeah. is usually just like this weird like almost scheduling of where people should be psychologically within that society watching this bullshit propaganda. It's 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 yeah. really strange. Like it's hard to well, even it was, fathom. It's like what you're saying is like the, like the easily fed mass media. I think I, I sent you a TikTok earlier earlier today and um it was essentially one news outlet putting out a statement and then it zooms out and it goes one screen two screen four screen eight screen like it doubles exponentially going out and every single news station regardless of their political alignment is giving the exact same statement at the exact same cadence sketch brothers yeah dude it's some weird witchcrafty ass shit It's crazy. So, like, it's they—they're all controlling the narrative. They're going to do whatever they want, regardless of what we think, do, or say, as an individual in in society. In my opinion. Well, for sure. Let us never forget that literally the media outlets were originally created for propaganda by the CIA. It wasn't this thing that was like, you know, the people need to be informed about national issues and be more, you know, aware of their civil rights. Like, no, you think the leaders really give a fuck about all that? The more. Sadly, the more that the actual democracy is actually empowered, the less there is a reason for people to be voted into office. And I think that's why we see Mm -hmm. a perpetuation of it is because if problems stay bad, we need someone to fix it. We want someone to fill the hole. I'm not worthy. This guy's not worthy. So-and-so's not worthy, but this guy might be. And he says he's good for the job. He smiles. He's charismatic. Let him let us fix the problem. But then that fool doesn't fix the fucking yeah. problem either. Like, you know, it's like with Trump. Everyone was like, oh, he's not like other people. He's not a politician. I'm like, yeah, you're right. He's a fucking moron. There, there's even a bigger difference. It's politicians are fucking morons, but they're they're sly. They're fucking, they'll lie to you and they know how to get what they want. And they know how to shake the right hands and blah, blah, blah. But it's sad. But like, at least they still play the game. There's some kind of game. There's some kind of way to track what the fuck's going on. And and, and, yeah. and it's it's all fucked up, but when you look at it like that, it makes sense that we're in the situation that we're in. Yeah. It's really simple. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the you know, the fear and trauma like we were touching on earlier just keeps per- perpetuating that narrative. You know, and I, I don't think it's gonna stop, you know. <laughs> No, for but sure. People like do? it. It's like the like, novella, like people like the drama, the gossip. Yeah. Everyone will always like it. 
and and it's a talking oh, point for some reason when people are nervous in line they want to talk about what the fuck crazy is going on in the world today oh didn't you see on the news this morning oh my god you know it's, it's a weird thing oh, yeah. but that's what people do like and then it trickles and then we're in an yeah. ep- echo chamber everywhere we go and it's so yeah. distracting when you really think about it like that but if you kind of like zoom out the lens we all have the ability to think about and research and kind of watch and absorb whatever information uh whenever and whatever we want like right now still with the internet i mean shit we can literally kind of learn a little bit about something something else a bunch of things all the time and that's what tiktok has become tiktok i was thinking about it the other day like Mm -hmm. facebook and like twitter and shit was like the crack, kind of like the cocaine, bro. People were like, yee, like, let's do some fucking rock and roll with hair bands and snort cocaine off of titties, like the 80s, baby. But now it's more like, yee-haw, let's do methamphetamines and get right up. Because that's what TikTok's like. It's like the amphetamines, bro. It's like the MDMA. It's like the, it's, it's, maybe it's even deeper. Maybe it's like the literal acid of like, of of like information because dude you can learn anything it can take you to the next level people think they know something though they've never sat sat fucking in a classroom with the subject that they know about they've never talked to a specialist about it they've never even dude people just learn shit on tiktok and believe what they see and they become smarter and in and 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 what do you want to call it? Fucking more like empowered by this, even if it's falsely. That's what I'm kind of suggesting. Yeah. Sometimes people like wield this new knowledge, like they're on a drug, bro. Like they're on PCP or fucking methamphetamines. Yeah. They're like, I know something that you don't fucking know that I watched this morning. That the news is now just now putting out. I watched it before you guys on TikTok. And now the news is telling everyone, like, it's like a meth head when they describe it. Like, dude, I was watching this TikTok. Bro, dude, you got to check out this TikTok. It's like, yo, dude, let's do, let's hit this globy, yeah? Dude, like, let's get another bag, yeah? Let's get another eight ball, yeah? Like, it's like that, bro, when you think about it. Like, I want another fucking hit. I want another fucking hit of this fucking TikTok. That's what I want. I want it now. It, it's, it's a drug, bro. And it's cool. It's fucking cool. Everyone listening knows it's fucking cool. It's, we all get it. It's, it's awesome. But look at what it is yeah, to it, us. Let's be real. It's fucking drug, yeah. dude. Well, it, it's crazy you say that because, like, I mean, I use it as, you know, obviously, like, I love watching people get hit in the balls. Who doesn't love watching people fold up getting hit in the balls? Let's be Shout honest. out to Steve-O, but bro. I also use it as a tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it, I also use it as a tool for research. Like, I, I've learned so much cooking stuff on there. Random gardening tips. You know what I mean? Home repair. All this stuff. Cleaning tips. All this stuff that unless I was talking to somebody or working in that industry or physically doing it with somebody on the side, I would never have the chance. Like you would never just come across me naturally. You're right, you know dude. I, mean? I shouldn't describe it as methamphetamine. Like yeah, maybe, no. maybe Twitter yeah. is like methamphetamines it's, or some shit. Yeah. Like, tw- yeah. Twitter TikTok's like, like the good psychedelic mushrooms, bro. They got you on yeah. these multiple levels where you're connected to multiple things all at the same time. And, and you're learning stuff that you would, like you said, you would have never seen the way that some, uh, f- industry operates until you watch yeah. these people describe it in the way that they can. Yeah, well, like, I mean, like how you just said right now, like mushrooms is probably a better way to describe it because it opens your eyes to different people's ways of perceiving things. It opens you up to different sorts of consciousness and perceptions. You know what I mean? Like I could be doing yeah. the same, like grafting. I could be grafting. I could make a thousand whip grafts, 
and 999 of those will grow, right? But some random dude in China, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, talking about whatever, this dude comes in, does some sort of like nifty little cut that's faster and more efficient, and he gets every single one of them to grow twice as fast as what I do. Guess what? I get to now become more efficient and adjust my technique. You know, you just further refine your technique down more and more and more and more. And like I now I do things as an individual, more unique. And like my partner, non-binary, cool. We're all for that. That allowed them to approach their doctor with a list of basic symptoms and actually was able to get an autism diagnosis and change medication and has honestly changed them for the better. Like my marriage has improved because my partner had the ability to see other people who were going through the same as they were and make adjustments to their life and approach their doctor with these things. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's, yeah, so it's a crazy thing. It's, and that's, that's the same thing. It opened up their eyes to a different way of thinking it's such because a they tool. weren't alone anymore. You know what I mean? It provided a sense of community. And I think that's what the government's trying to do is they're taking away people's senses of community because information, unfiltered information that the media hasn't gotten a hold of is getting straight to the public. And no, the media doesn't have a chance to get their dirty little claws. And that's into why them. they want it fucking gone, bro. That's, that's why they, why want, they it want it gone. gone. Yeah. And, th- and I think that's, I think that's a huge thing, you know, is like, I use it as a tool. My partner uses it as a tool, you know, you make it such a great it's, argument. And like, it's a tool. Yeah. Yes. Like you make it such yeah. a great argument with that, with that, yeah. with that example. And, and it's so crazy to acknowledge that you give a good, you give a good argument for the reason why yeah. it should be taken away, because it's if it's in the hands of of the common man, I mean, sadly, like I hate to say it, man, but it, there's been a war on consciousness for a long fucking time, folks. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we're gonna have the conversation as a society and it be part of our normal dialogue, but uh, we've been under attack for a long time. Uh, psychologically, mm-hmm. not just over the last couple decades, like we were talking at the top of the show, it no. just heightened at these points that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier in the show. But for hundreds, thousands of years, dude, there's been psychological warfare going on, trying to get people. Look at Jesus Christ, man! They throw him on a cross, said, "You think you're God," and stabbed him in the side, bro. Like this kind of shit happened apparently thousands of years ago. So, like, just examples right there of like. Uh, no matter what people believe or think or see, those are examples of like a long time ago, there was psychological warfare going on. It's not that hard to believe, but we're in a different type of time right now with it, bro. And it's like, has it always been this way then? Has, has there always been this necessary thing? Maybe, but we're dealing with our own specific times right now and it's pretty heavy. Yeah. That's scary stuff, but you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Today, tomorrow's never guaranteed, so we gotta live every day like it's our last. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and but I, but I, trying I to take that's... away consciousness, I guess that's what my point was. I'm so sorry. Like my point, yeah. I'm too no, stony. Yeah. I guess I, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm over here hitting the pen. You know, people for oh, you know, shit. beware the pen. You, you know, and the, but anyways, I'm the, thinking the about how. Here. How the, the 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 war on TikTok is more like a war on consciousness, kind of like the war on mm-hmm. drugs was. It's more of a war on consciousness, mm-hmm. not so much on having a substance in your pocket as much so as it is having the thoughts that some of those substances give you. 
and the, the yeah. lifestyle that you begin to live if you ingest some of those substances, specifically a few that I'm thinking of, wink, wink, hush, hush. <clears throat> and the reality is, is that's not true. I mean, it's, it is true because yeah. if you do ingest some of those things, your lifestyle will change. But yeah. the reality is, is just because it changes against the establishment, because it's not for the establishment, doesn't mean it needs to be an enemy. But that is what has yeah. been labeled as. That is where we are. That is how far progressed this has become. And so the same thing goes yeah. for fucking social media stuff. No, 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 it needs to be controlled, Mark Zuckerberg, you know. And it, that's where we are. And TikTok's a little, you know, uncontrolled. People are like, oh, well, it tracks you and your data way more than the other ones. They all fucking do. Why are you not mad? So the one uh, kicks you in the nuts a little less than the other one. Shouldn't you be mad equally at all of them? Because they're all fucking assholes. Probably. But instead, you're mad at the one that kicked you one more time. Because fuck that guy. He's the biggest dick of them all. No, it's because that guy is showing all the people all the shit. And that's that guy's name is TikTok. And people are mad about that in the in the establishment. Folks, if you listen to this podcast, then you know we're all about maintaining our ecosystem. That includes the front and backyard, because that's the ecosystem in which we all pretty much live. Whether you got trees to be pruned or you got to put in some irrigation units or system, you might be in over your head. Let's be honest. Sometimes it's kind of hard to make time with our busy lifestyles, and sometimes it's something we just don't know how to do. We'd rather have someone else do it. So if you're looking for help with that, we have someone that we would definitely recommend over here at the Symbiosis Now podcast. Celaya and Sons Lawn Care. Veteran owned and operated by Carlos Celaya. He's out there laying sod, edging lawns, planting trees and cleaning up some old landscapers bullshit if you want it done right and you want it done now give carlos Celaya a call at 559-213-7365 and you will be able to find his email in the description below for this podcast that's Celaya and sons lawn care 559-213-7365 because we all like it done right so whatever you need done, you got to call Celia and Son. Mhm. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just the easy, just the easily trans- transmissible data between people, just information very easy, very unfiltered and you get raw images from the place which both good and bad, I understand. You know, you're seeing it from your phone, but 180 degrees on the other side of the object is another phone with a completely different perspective. You know what I mean? Right. So you still got to take everything with a grain of salt. But, you know, I think I think you're right. I think I think the next societal revolution is essentially going to be war on consciousness through social media and how how much of our time gets spent on one social media versus another. It's a money thing. All it is. Uh-huh. They've said it out right before. They've said it out right before. The one of the guys in a press con- not a press conference, maybe it was a big debate hall. I remember seeing it. It was televised on CNN. Talking about Americans spend an average on average of sixty to ninety minutes a day on TikTok. Wouldn't wouldn't you want that on your networks? Like wouldn't you want your networks viewership on that? Essentially is what they said. 
let's take away their form of entertainment to force them into watching our programming so we can get more money from advertisers, more money from all these other people to fill their stuff on our TV networks. That's what this is about. It's a money thing. They're, get, they're all getting exposed on there is what it is right. more than anything else. So like the even more sinister level of this is like what I was mm-hmm. saying before about TikTok, I really do feel that. I believe that. Yeah. I feel like it's uh, bigger. It's about the consciousness. But then the, yes. the real rational part of me also is like, but even deeper so. That's just the... Mm-hmm. A bug, not a feature, right? Or a feature, not a bug, yeah. right? Like that's a that's a that's a cool idea, right there, Tyler. That they yeah. want to keep you down and the rest of society down, mm-hmm. man. But really, yeah. they only give a fuck about the, their bottom line. They don't really give a fuck about your exactly. brain, your consciousness, anything else. They'll lock all the people mm-hmm. up that decide outside of this box. You best believe it. That's, so, like, we already exactly got this right. game on lock. We just want to keep on perpetuating our dollar here, Tyler. We need more people to hit this methamphetamine pipe. All right? <laughs> you know? And and so they'll <laughs> divide it into something else. Because you could argue that Vine was the OG TikTok in this weird way. It was very similar. It yep. could have been utilized that way, but it wasn't. It was almost the precursor in this weird way. Almost like yeah. a glimpse into the future. Um, and, and, and then things, you know, change and now you have Instagram reels, which is the TikTok of Instagram. They're trying to compete, right? Mm -hmm. But they're like, ah, well, they still beat us out though. And if we could just get them out and then absolve into us, we could be really big. Imagine CCP, Mm -hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, how big we could be together, you know, who knows what what we could accomplish together, Mark Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. and CCP. Mm (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's. I, I honestly think that's what it is. I mean, Facebook, the whole Meta thing is you know, government back money's information's going from Meta to the government, and government's paying Meta for the information on all the public on top of what they already get. That's all it is, just information on people, advertisement, money, 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 money. The root of all evil, yes. Dude, that's what it it's is, though. Fucked. It's what it always is. Like, yeah. even going back to our conversations about war, it's still just about like, yeah. yeah, but we have to make money, Tyler. Shut the fuck up about your anti-war sentiment about, you know, your friends going off to war and dying. Nobody cares, Tyler. We only care about the I'm fucking America. money. We need hundreds of millions of dollars, Tyler. Not your mm-hmm. fucking petty whatever tens of thousands of dollars you maybe make a year, Tyler. Shut the fuck up. We're making billions over here. You know, and this is the only way that your your world that you live over there in California with your dope shoes and your fucking weird ass prescribed haircut. You, you shut the fuck up because you're not making anything better. You're just sitting over there in California talking shit on a podcast. Well, that may be so. But I think that deep down most of humanity knows what I'm fucking saying. And I think that. It's really simple to see that the dollar's not worth our friends dying. The dollar's not necessarily worth ruining our communities and stripping them of the good people even further to now put their hands on deck to go to war and maybe us now get attacked here at home and it all be ruined. Like, I don't think that's necessary. I think we could still, like, put some Band-Aids on our community and turn our fucking focus back on Homeland. And I don't mean Homeland Security. And I don't mean, like, in the sense of, like, you know, Homeland Security meaning that it needs to keep a camera in each of our assholes. I mean that it could be making the Homeland more secure and, like, less insecure, you know, something like that. But that's not what we have going on here. So that's my spiel 
I always talk about anti-war, bro. I feel like every episode of my pod, this podcast, I always talk about like, man, what are we doing? But it bothers me, bro. It fucking bothers me. Like, it it should not be a competition. It should not be a dick measuring contest of whose country is better than the other. I'm a human as much as you, as much as the person next door, as much as your tweaker with all the alarms down the street. Which I love. We're all humans. I love him and his, <laughs> and his small dick, dude. I love that guy. <laughs> But, like, you know, we're all humans at, at the end of the day, and I don't understand why people with big egos and big wallets feel like they should have to, you know, destroy everyone else around them to make them feel better. But if I had you nothing else, I mean? like, if I had everything already, I've done it. I've traveled yeah. the world, and I've made yeah. millions of dollars, and I, I fucked hella random chicks. And I'm talking metaphorically, like, imagine if I'm one of these yeah. billionaires. I've been to Epstein Island. I, I fucked a chick at the same time with Bill Gates. Like, imagine, right? What else yeah. do I need to do that makes me feel better? Quick. What's a good thing to think about? Oh, I know. More money. Take Less something innocent from fucking people that are poorer than me. Take more from them and make them suffer because it's fucking something else to do. I could conceive of that. I'm not saying all of the billionaires even or most people even oh, really no. think like that. But you you give you say that there's a dozen. I bet you at least six or seven are going to make some pretty ill-gotten choices oh, yeah. with their shit. Oh, and that's still not a good ratio, bro. Greed. You know, yeah. No, it's just greed, man. It's just all greed, you know. That's all it is. Everybody's greedy. Everybody wants more and more and more and more and more. Like we were talking about money earlier. Like you said, you're a frugal dude. You know? And all those poor people are just kink shaming the, the, the rich. We're just the poor people out here just kink shaming the rich. We're like, you fucking asshole. You like, you like manipulating the poor people below you still, don't you? You sick bastard. And they're like, yeah, I like it. I never tell anybody, but I like it. And, I, and we're just like, fuck That's you, man. Hilarious. We're tired of it, bro. We don't like it. I'm not kidding this time. But put it in again, like you know, we're ready for it, like you know, because we don't, we don't ever actually stand up. And and it's so crazy because the only time you hear people talk about standing up to our government are the guys that are like ready to go guns blazing and it's like dude we won't win that war either man like i wish that it was like maybe the possible but even in the revolutionary war of the united states when there was like the foundation of america whatever you want to call it that that was a hard battle to win and that was then pre-technocratic society and techno government and shit dude now we're in another realm like it's not possible everybody knows that if anybody reasonable knows that you know, yeah, guns are still powerful, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, there's a point, too, where it's like, yeah, just bomb the whole city then. Like, okay, Seattle, what the yeah. fuck you want to do? You want to be like them or not? And they're like, no, take our guns. We don't care. Like, we'll suck your dick. Like, you know, we'll do whatever it takes yeah. to not be bombed. Like, it's 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 really easy. <laughs> fear controls people, you know? We talked about that. Fear controls people. Yeah. That's, that's what they're doing, the fear and money. The more fear they can strike into us, the more money they can get from us. Because guess what? We're all shut down in COVID. Guess what? Couldn't buy anything. Now we're all out buying stuff. Guess what? Price gouging. What are they doing? Breaking fear into us, telling us, oh, it's COVID, shortages, all this supply line shit. We got to raise prices. Fear. Yeah, and as you pass that dollar around that says, in God we trust, as you pass that dollar around, 
it has fe- the the God you're thinking of in that moment is fear because you're like, I don't know, can I spend this dollar bill? Can I spend this hundred? I don't know. And then you give it away. You're like, oh fuck, I guess there it goes. Goes back into the internet, into the Ethernet, into the yonder. Hopefully it comes back to me. It's like it's like you know. I feel like people are like trusting in whatever they're spending their money on too, and it's a double whammy. I feel like there's energies that are harnessed by bigger agencies because they are aware yeah. of certain like patterns and shit that mm-hmm. somehow benefit them somehow in this weird fucking way. Okay. It's like really conspiratorial and like alien lizard people t- type talk. But I think there's like a stretch there to like make sense of for sure. How do you think, how do you think those companies that are targeting you with products are getting the information about what you want? based off of social media, the information they're gathering, what ads you like and dislike, right? Mm-hmm. It's all circular. It's all connected, dude. It is. It's all the same shit, you know? Like, guess what? My partner downloaded the Wendy's app on their phone, right? I, I started getting served Wendy's ad ads on my Instagram, okay? Just because we have the same Wi-Fi connection. We have completely separate Google and Microsoft accounts and everything. That's wild. And because we have the same Wi-Fi connection, I'm now being serviced ads because my partner downloaded an app. How crazy is Dude, that? Dude, that's it's like all the same shit, that's right? like I was it's, at it's work. All interconnected. I feel you. I was at work the <laughs> other day and I did not have my fucking phone on me anywhere near me. And I and yeah. I, I I don't know, man. Somehow we were doing an old fashioned or some Woodford Reserve mm-hmm. came up. This bomb-ass bourbon. Anybody that likes bourbon knows it. It's a smooth bourbon. Woodford Reserve. It is good stuff. It can be on the rocks, folks. It makes a great old-fashioned. And come to the Wake House, and I'll serve you one personally. If you tell, them, tell me you heard about it on this podcast, and I'll fucking buy your drink. I said it. <laughs> and, and, but, dude, the point is, is I didn't have my phone anywhere near me or nothing. That night, we were talking about it at the bar like a lot. That night, get a fucking mm-hmm. ad on Instagram like, well, okay, now what's up here? That's like, is right. it is it, yeah. it either that or it's because it knows I work at a bar and it knows that I'm somehow being being around alcohol all the time. Either way, this is some yeah. weird shit, dude. And the way it comes out too, like the way that it's weirdly like interpreted, all fucked up. Kind of like how AI like kind of fucks mm-hmm. it up a little bit. Kind of like like if if, yeah. if if a dude that's from another country learns English, he's still you know, usually still a little off. A little bit, you there's know. But they they get the idea. But there's like this little weird like you know yeah. miss you know not English first language. Just like anyone else could be in other languages. Like when I speak Spanish, what yeah. I sound like, I sound like a fucking idiot probably. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like that. You know, that's something I've been thinking about too. It's kind of fucking crazy that, like, they just get served to you like that randomly, you know? Just as get served to you out of nowhere. Like like, like you said, the guy out of the ether just comes in. Information somehow, like, your breath went out and almost like the air molecules carried it to the ears of the advertisers. And they went, oh, fuck, get this guy. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I think the machine yeah. that we're giving birth to, we can never, we still can't actually, like, it's kind of like a calculator, how it, it's such a simple invention but it can yeah. calculate shit that you and I can't multiply right here, right now, just instantaneously, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But a calculator can, and that's such a simple invention. But we're talking about AI, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about recreating mm-hmm. no. the human intelligence, the way of understanding whatever intelligence is. And I do believe at a certain point it's beyond the human understanding even. It's not human artificial intelligence. It's artificial intelligence, meaning it's its own form of alien intelligence, 
We may have been contacted and this is the way that they communicate with us now because it's its own form of intelligence. But I don't think that. I just like to talk about aliens on this podcast. But what I'm saying right now is like this form of artificial intelligence is the human point of view. It's based off of the human intelligence. But there is a point where it goes beyond that because it's not human artificial intelligence. It's artificial intelligence. It's almost supposed to, theoretically, right, if it's really all it's cracked fucking up to be, it's supposed to know more than we fucking know because we're too dumb and can't focus. Like a calculator can instantaneously give you that answer. It it can now instantaneously recreate a whole scenario play made by Shakespeare starring Tyler and Anthony. You know, it could be like that. And and, and, and we're not talking about the same, you know, it's it's something else, bro. We're talking about something that will eventually almost... It, we could be in a virtual reality already because of the fact of what is at hand now. We don't know what it's going to look like. We could already be in it, and then eventually we just become aware of it because we're like, oh, it already like made another reality and con- convinced us to jump into it. We weren't even aware. and We're just like in multiple realities. That damn AI, that bastard AI, he got us, you know. <laughs> you know. You know, if it comes down to it, I'm not taking the red pill. I don't want to know. I'm staying in my little pod with the tube hooked up in the back of my head, man, like the Matrix. But you know what's so funny about the blue pill makes your dick hard. Like, so it's like, you know, what's up? Like, I might want to take that one, too. (laughs) I live in VR and get some pussy. What the fuck? Why has it got to be about color, too, man? Like, you know, I'm thinking deeper, like, symbiosis now. That's why this podcast is called what it's called. It's not about one side or the other. It's about this interconnectivity that we all manifest, whether we even notice it or not. It's already there. It's already happening right now. But when we can acknowledge it and embrace it... I think we're more powerful, folks. I think that's why we're here today. I think that's why Anthony's on this pod right now, slapping it down for us, slapping his thoughts on the table. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you so much for having me on, man. It's always a blast, and we need to do this more often. We do, and folks, you know, it's been too long. And folks, catch him on the Cali Ag podcast. The first is yeah. episode number two, but he's the first guest. Talking about his profession, all the amazing things that he does in the agricultural world. And you got to check it out. We don't even need to give away the ins and outs. We know this man's a plant breeder. Enough said. You got to go check it out. The Cali Ag Podcast, episode number two with Anthony Garcia. We talk about breeding. We talk about pollination and the bees. We talk about the bigger picture of of fruit, but more so stone fruit. And right now, we're trying to tell you to go listen to that shit for sure. But... Be prepared because he's coming on that podcast again. So don't be afraid to fucking catch it. Don't be afraid to follow it. Don't be afraid to tell a friend about that podcast or this one because Anthony's not going to be a stranger. He's going to be on these podcasts a lot more, I can tell. And I miss this guy and I love this guy. And I'm so glad that we could share our conversation to the masses in this weird way. Not the masses might not be listening right now, but someone hearing this right now is about it, dude. If you're still listening, you're fucking about it. You know what I'm talking about. You know what we're talking about here. And we're gaining strength as a society, as a human, as a human um, uh, hive. We're all bees in the same hive, right? We're all, we're all eyes in the same head. But we're, that's exactly what we're doing. We're all doing our thing, but we all are connected. And we have to embrace each other in that. Anthony and me go way back. And it's so cool to know that we're still two eyes in the same head. We're still two bees in the same hive doing our job. 
and we get to sometimes come back to the hive. And I feel like that's what this podcast is kind of exploring and, and, and exploiting, I guess is the better word that we're, when we get to come back to the hive and actually huddle and talk about what the fuck's going on out there when we leave the hive, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're over a hundred miles apart, but you know, we're always a phone call away, but you know, our lives physically led us in different directions, but at the core, like you said, two eyes in the same head, we're both looking the same direction. I'm really glad we are. Cause it's nice to have that symbiosis with somebody. So I want to say thank you very much for having me on. And it's been a pleasure and an honor. This podcast was created by the Symbiosis Now Network and can be found on Instagram for clips, highlights, videos, blah, blah, blah at symbiosis.now.network. And you can listen to the Symbiosis Now podcast as well as the Cali Ag podcast on Spotify, Apple, and all the platforms. Listener, be sure to tell your friends about the Symbiosis Now Network.